This your man, Sean BCU, from the Drop Night Show. Make sure you catch us every Thursday on Water Ice Radio. Gotta go and see the plug, it's the When you let it go for the low, what's the What's your favorite radio show, what's the What's your favorite radio show, what's the Okay, listen to that boy on radio, you get the bottom eyes If I didn't drop night, show apologize K1, the Sean Beasley on the rise Thursday, 8pm, when it's time to ride No Spotify, I will never compromise Get the tune-in app, that's the power line What uh, a ice radio, the bottom line Tune in, stick to it like an alibi K1, a good money, that's the dollar sign Sean Beasley, get a word, then it's finalized If it's all about a name, what else can I say Find out what's poppin' when you drop it by. You gotta go and see the plug, it's the hot. When you let it go for the low, what's the hot? What's your favorite radio show, what's the hot? What's your favorite radio show, what's the hot? What's up, everybody? It's the Drop Night Show, and we are back. It's Thursday night, 8 p.m. Just got a little bit liver for Thursdays, okay? Yeah, buddy. I am your girl, K Wonder, and I got my co-host with me, Sean Beasley. What it do? Yes, and we make up the Drop Night Show. Yo, we're really excited about tonight's show. Really excited. Why are you excited? We got liquor and drinks. <laughs> ah, free liquor and drinks, okay? And food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> liquor, drinks, food. Um, but we have an actual guest in, and he's like a friend to the show. We had him yeah. a while ago when the drop first was just like beginning this whole podcast thing. And we have owner Yusuf of Bistro um, 870 from Philadelphia. Right. He's coming in here to tell us, you know, a little bit about what it takes to run a successful restaurant and be the owner as well. Um, so this is pretty cool. You, of course, we're going to taste this food and this drink. But um, right now, we're going to get into a little bit of these current events going on. Boy, you, it's been a lot going on. You know, we a always got to keep lot. y'all. We got to keep y'all in the news. You know what I mean? <laughs> a whole lot. You know, you want to talk about your boy Trump real quick. So let's just Yo, get that out the way. So- I feel bad for the people that's on subsidized. <laughs> I'm going to use that word. That might work. Yeah, subsidized. Food stamps. If y'all got the food stamps. Uh, oh, my God. He's trying to cut them and give y'all food in boxes. Yeah, basically. 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 He said, um, he's yeah, he basically wants to revert back to the old days where they were giving people milk in a box and the black cheese, and uh, that would be your monthly food <laughs> for the month. You know what? That block of cheese was good, though. You crazy as hell. That shit barely melted. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do, you had to, if anybody ever had the block of cheese from, well, for my mom, Mind you, works for the city. Well, works for the city of Camden. Right. So uh, one of her jobs and titles was to, you know, pass out food to homeless women or battered women and that stuff. So she would bring the powdered milk home, the block of cheese home that was left over. I know my brother know because if if he powdered milk tastes like one percent milk. It tastes just no. It tastes like chalk. It tastes like chalk and water. Okay. So if we have to revert back to that, Lord knows it's gonna be. Sad. This world, real sad. The U.S. is gonna actually probably have a major problem because they're gonna be messing up a lot of people' hustle too. You know what I mean? Yo, but guess what else just dropped? What? Walmart is gonna be done with CDs. Oh, so? <laughs> what? So the fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who listens to CDs anymore? 
Yo, one day when you come over, right, I'm going to show you all the CDs I have. I know. You Mainly, I can say I really never paid for CDs because how I'm in the music industry and how I would go into the label. So you got a whole bunch of promo uh, CDs. I have Rocco. Like listen, I have a Rocco Dash album mm -hmm. that never came out. Wow. And wow. Rocco Dash was blazing the radio. He was on every record. What did he do? I do not recall. <laughs> All the way turned oh, okay. up. Yeah. Somebody said that block of cheese was the truth. <laughs> Shout out to Ron in Jersey. But listen, okay, so Walmart, uh, you know, I think they're following suit because it is a digital world, so yeah. it makes sense. Um, but what about your boy Quincy Jones? Yo. I think as you get old, as he is, mm -hmm. he really don't give a fuck. So he's really going to say what he knows, and I do believe everything he was saying. So for those what do who don't... he has to... Why would he have to lie about these things? He's Quincy Jones. Right. But for those who don't know, Quincy Jones was on an interview with Vulture magazine, and he was going about <laughs> saying how, um, you know, just basically telling his experience in the industry, and he let some secrets out the vault. He said that uh, Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor was gay, along with Marlon Brando <laughs> and a couple other people. He said some other things about, you know, Michael Jackson and how Michael Jackson stole, you know, people's music. music. It was like he unleashed <laughs> it all. And people were, like, upset about it because they felt like, you know, he, he basically did an industry no-no. Like, you don't tell the secrets but, of the industry. But it's Quincy Jones. Do you so, not get that? Look, it's Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones still know better at old age because he don't want nobody telling his secrets. You see, oh, he didn't. He, you see, when the interview, okay, the interviewer asked about Bill Cosby. He brought up the whole Bill Cosby thing. Right. He next question. I can't talk about that right here. Like, don't be open up everybody's Pandora box if you're not gonna. You know what I mean? Like, don't open up certain ones if you're not gonna Prince open up everybody's Pandora box. He has a Tevin Ken. Tevin Campbell, Campbell Pandora, Pandora Box. Box. Yes, yeah, like yo, he got Pandora. Let's get into it. Like, but let he's it out. Not gonna open those. Obviously, so that was kind of interesting to hear what Quincy Jones had to say about those people. Yeah. But you know what? I want to get into something that was really interesting. So right now, I think they're wrapping up the Olympic, um, Olympic Games for the the winter, the Winter Olympic yeah. Games. Right. So. Actually, it was kind of interesting. Meek Mill is actually getting world-renowned support. Okay, there was a 19-year-old um, snowboarder from Slovenia. If I'm saying that right, Slovenia. Um, and the the guy actually had on the bottom of his snowboard free Meek Mills, and he took a picture after he won holding the snowboard and it had hashtag free Meek, Meek Mills. So shout out to the 19-year-old kid. I don't know his name right now. But if you Google it, you will see. And he, you know, is showing support for the homie Meek. Which like, that case has gotten a lot interest, more interesting, yeah, yo. Yeah, because of the, allegedly the cop lied. The, the, it was a, I think she was a secretary or like something that was trying to get money from him. No. Then the, the judge and her lawyer are now involved saying that they were making up stuff about her to mess up her character. Like that whole Meek Mill case. No, but the new, the new thing is it's uh it's an investigation going on with one of the cops that locked him up because they was behind the scenes um trying to get people locked up and lies really? lies and he told the lie so that's a big 
Right. So big, big. No, no. Right. Yeah, case. yeah. Oh, my God. So he might be out sooner than we think. You know, shout out to Meek Mills. If you can get out, bro, with them fucking up your case and doing all this stuff, I really yeah. believe he needs to be out. Like, Yo, if day. you, all right, real quick, if you had the pleasure to come to Philly and enjoy our Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl parade, Oh. You definitely felt the love for Meek Mill. Yeah, definitely. Yes, everybody was out playing at uh, wins and losses. Yeah, and the wins and losses actually streamed. They went back on the streaming charts because it came out what two thousand five. No, that, yeah, it came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It came out two thousand five. Yeah, and now it was like number one on streams on the most streamed song. So ching ching. Okay, you got some money while you was in jail, bro. Yeah, bro. Ching ching. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Dream Chasers. Um, but speaking of Super Bowl. Did y'all know that the, the one of the uh, Patriot stars or one of the Patriot players got robbed while he was on the damn field trying to win his Super Bowl? As he should. But he got lo- he lost. He took two L's As that night. Yeah. You took an L for not <laughs> winning the Super Bowl, and then you took an L. Rob um, Grokowski, okay, he was like one of uh, Manon's. Oh, is it Manon? He's, he's. No, not Manon. What's his name? Brady. 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 You all Man- wrong. I don't watch football. <laughs> That's Brady's go go to tight end, right? Yeah. Well, they robbed his house. They stole they they stole several safes as well as some guns from out of his house while as they he should. was on the field. So as mm, they should, yeah. I mean, I, I that's that's bad. I don't want. I don't think anybody should get robbed. So sorry, bro. But you know, he bounced back. He's in Miami, living his life. So none of that really probably matters to feeling, him. Feeling real bad because he right. Lost. And you got insurance, so it's like, what does it matter? Um, this is kind of gross, and I think y'all all should know. Please take care of yourselves, people, especially if you work, uh, live, or work around animals. Okay, that to me is just like you, a big thing. Wash your hands. Make sure you're cleaning up after them. An Oregon woman found. 14 worms in her eye after it was red and itchy for a while and she found three worms coming out of her eyes before she decided to go to the doctor and they kind and they found out it was a disease that you get from working with cattle cattle usually are the only ones who are able to get this worm disease in your eye and she had it but my thing my question is why did it take for you to have Three come out of your eye before you decide to go to the doctor oh. and find the other <laughs> bunch. Okay. Gross. Like, but who's, I don't know people who deal with cattle. Yeah, because you're black. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if not, if we're going to sit here and say the lady was Caucasian. <laughs> she was okay. of, yeah, she say was it. of the other white meat. <laughs> say it. But that's not funny. Like, at the end of the day, I probably would die if I had anything coming out of my damn eyes. Especially some worms. So she that she waited till the, it was fourteen. How many did she, she wait? She had four. She she had fourteen in total worms that came out of her eye. Google it, everyone. Google it. I right. found it on if Twitter. Because somebody black, they'd be like, "Oh my God, it's a worm! Get it out! Get it out!" Right. They would have no died. Four. They would have probably just passed out. Like ain't none, ain't no talk. It just passed out. But um, what about your boy Drake? Yo, he's out here. He's winning. He's been winning, but no, now he's, he's letting... winning with people. Yeah, totally. Like, there has been people who, of the age, who don't like Drake, but he's winning with them right now. Like, the maid, uh-huh. like, what he did for her, like, that's crazy. It was. I, I Okay, so was Drake... It, t- allegedly $10,000 shopping? He, spent, he took her on a $10,000 shopping spree. But this is the thing. Drake has been on a whole give-back charity 
plan. And I don't know if it's a marketing hashtag to his song that came out, God's plan, God's but plan. this is what he's doing. It all started uh-huh. with a yeah, marketing, uh-huh. marketing 101. I don't know, but either way, bring that same energy to New Jersey and Philadelphia. Okay, <laughs> please. But it started with a young girl, whom which was go- is a student at um, the UM. Okay. okay. And she actually got a fifty thousand uh, dollars money scholarship, I guess, towards her scholarship from him, fifty thousand cash. Wow. Then he did his video at a high school and gave twenty five thousand to the high school for allowing him to come to do the video shoot there. Then he went to a grocery store in Miami. This is all in Miami. Went to a grocery store in Miami and paid for everyone's grocery, totaling fifty thousand dollars. Then he went and or I found this this maid. Now this is the cutest thing I thought. The maid is uh, she works at one of the beach, uh, hotels on oh, the beach. Right. She's been there for the past like 35, 40 something years. Mm-hmm. Um, she takes the bus four hours each way to get there. He took her on a shopping spree. Took her to go get a massage. Like pampered her all the way up. So Drake, big up to you for the charity Who he's trying to pay off in Miami? But bring that same energy up here and find your girl. I think he's you trying to get I mean? protection. Protection from what? In Miami. It's a it's a tax write-off, one. But two... Uh, <laughs> like, why you all... Why he is he only from? in... Who? Who in Miami? Oh, all right. You quiet. <laughs> what you so quiet for? What? Spill it. Nope. All right, whatever. So that's Drake. Um, Yo. I, I hate talking about disasters or or tragedies and things of that nature, but we got to give a moment of silence to the kids yeah. who were in the high school sh- shooting this the other day. In I think Florida. it happened. Yeah, in Florida. Um, it's sad. Is it, we really do need some gun control because it's too many people with these AR-15s going around just murdering people in, but we in numbers. Keep it 100. These schools are not urban schools. Right, because the urban schools have metal detectors, as right. our uh, producer was saying, <laughs> Lauren Ray. She's, she pointed it out. Like, yeah, the, the, the white schools don't have no metal detectors. These kids walk in there with guns, drugs, all types of shit. Right. You know what I mean? And be wilding out. You know, and you just don't really hear about it until that one wilds the fuck out and winds up killing but everybody. Even though you had, what was the other big school on school shooting? Sandy, I mean, yeah, the Sandy Hook with the ch- right. the LM, the kids, they were yeah. like babies. So, from that point, Caliban, still so did not say many. gun control or where's the metal detectors in their schools? Yeah, why no. are they only in our schools where majority of the violence do not happen in our schools? Yeah, no, it's in their schools. Wake up, people. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to say about that. I just feel like that whole situation is is sad and there needs to be some type of reform. But unfortunately, this president is not going to be the one to do it because he's, he's all about the NRA. And granted, I don't feel like they need to take the guns away from Americans, but there has to be some type of reform and people be having access so they easily. They need to do a thorough mental background check. Not even that. I just, I mean, yeah, that as well. But in addition to, because it's so easy. Like, you can get shit off the internet. You know what I mean? Like, you can build a whole gun off the internet, my nigga. And, like, walk around and just go blow somebody's brain out. 
But, you know, just say a prayer for the people and just pray over your kids and your family and pray that that never happens to you. Because yeah. it ain't at just the schools. You see what happened in Vegas. They do it at malls. They do it everywhere nowadays. You so know, people when crazy. Said, someone said um, they didn't want to send a kid to the actual Phila, um Eagles parade because it was too open. Yeah, I thought something was going to happen there, God forbid, but it didn't. So, you know, thank God for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, moving- let's get into this song. Yeah, for sure. By Travis. Yo, he's winning out here. Travis Scott? Yeah. Yeah, that nigga. I, I like his style. I really do. And he just accepted an award. And did he just have a baby? And he just had a baby. Shout out to him and the little girl he <laughs> had a baby with. Angie Martin. <laughs> Yo, our producer's giving a thumbs down. He got that little girl pregnant because she had money. You know what the hell you was doing, you nasty trifling bitch. You know, the wrong little girl. Why is she wrong? She got too much money to be wrong. She got all the rights. All the rights. Bitch, give me some of the millions. Like, no. um. Yo, but Angie, Angie, what's her name? Angie. uh, Martinez? Martinez said that she, um, she misjudged him. Why? She said by the look of him. And how he speaks mm-hmm. blew her mind. Well, good for him. Um, shout out to Travis Scott with the Butterfly Effects. It's the Drop Night Show on What Are You Yeah, Studio. Yeah, it's the Drop Night Show and we back. Yo, <laughs> we <so> back. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> there was no words on that song. <laughs> it was just an instrumental <laughs> on that bitch. <laughs> we had to come back. We like, hold up. Maybe I should start singing. Hey, hey. Yo, real quick. Let's talk about Kevin Hart at the Super Bowl. What was he thinking with his drunk ass? <laughs> Just Did you, you from- really think they was going to let you up on that podium? Like, he, bruh. He must have. You're a comedian from Philadelphia. Yeah. That's the National Football League. Yeah. Them motherfuckers don't care about you. Okay, not like that. <laughs> My nigga, just because you're from Philly don't mean you run Philly, okay? Right. Let's be clear. You you get some, some, some shout-outs and, you know, some respect. But you're trying to come on the stage as they're accepting the, the, the Lombardi trophy. trophy. Like, Let's get it right. He looks so dumb. The memes that they have made <laughs> off of his ass and that shit was so stupid. But shout-out to um, Kevin Hart. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> um, Yo, uh, you know the safest way to travel is flying now? Yeah, is Ain't it? no way I'm getting on another Amtrak train. Uh, no I, way. You know what? It's sad. This is Amtrak's actually third disa- um, accident they've had for, uh, this calendar year. Like, yeah. This calendar year. That's scary. Year. Yeah, the last one I think was in Tacoma. A lot of people got killed in that. It's just... Then the one in Philadelphia. There's one in Philadelphia, one in Washington. There's just been too many. So... Please be safe, y'all. Um, when or traveling, if you get on Amtrak, sit on what is it? The last cart. Is that the one that gets saved? Is yeah, that the one that the makes it. The last cart. At least you're good for a little lawsuit, <laughs> <laughs> and you might get a little bump and bruise. Yeah, hopefully you come out with your legs. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I, I'm laughing. You know what? It's it's. I don't know what's oh, going what on. I, I want to talk about. You know, wait, wait, wait. But I feel like y'all need, they really need to start training these conductors a little bit more. Because there is no way that they're having so many disasters like that. It's got to be something more. Maybe it's something with the government. Maybe it's a conspiracy. And we just don't know. Maybe they got a bomb or something on these on these trains. I'm, I'm you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. So I'm always like, it's the government. I'm not playing with Amtrak. <laughs> not playing with Amtrak. No more. I don't know what it is. You know the summer is coming, right? 
Yeah. What about? I want the ladies not to put powder down there. Where? You know, on your coochie? Here, on your coochie? Why? What's wrong with having some powder? Oh, you don't know what's been going on? What? Cause, what is it? Cancer. Child, they've been saying that shit for the longest. Ain't no, ain't no powder giving what? nobody no cancer. Okay? Also, the girl who sued Johnson & Johnson was lying. And she got all that money. She probably had claimed because of some other disease or illness that she had. And it just... What? Maybe made it worse. No. Look, one of one of the people on our live was like cancer. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, it was cancer. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know about her situation, but I know a plethora of black women from around this world who have put powder down there. Because first of all, when your titties get the sweat and stuff, that's just not a good feeling. But what it's about not like down me on there? The, it's not what. What about down there? Why is your coochie sweating, first of all, down there? Like, what, is you playing ball or something? No, stop it. <laughs> guys put it down there. Let's stop playing. And we don't hear about no guys again. Guys put put it down there. Guys put powder on their balls and stuff, right? I don't do that. Camera guy, have you? He, you see? I don't do that. Yes, honesty is the best policy. You stop? <laughs> what, you just spray some axe <laughs> down there? Oh, you put deodorant? <laughs> oh, shit, he's telling y'all a secret, Joseph. Now it's not. The, so it's deodorant. <laughs> Does it have to be clear deodorant or could it be the uh, white? The green. <laughs> <laughs> he said the green. Yo. <laughs> no, we don't. Yes, guys have put the, the powder on y'all balls. I, I don't hear that I shit. Y'all was. Y'all was. <laughs> you got powder right. all on your white. Oh, powder all on your black uh, shorts and shit looking crazy. But girls do it because it's not a good feeling. Like, I, I don't like to see girls who have chest hair in the powder. That Ew. shit wows me out. Yeah, I've seen some girls like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's neither here or there, honey. Okay. Um, What about your, your girl, Monique? Ugh. Monique, you know, Monique, Monique. I think she's crazy at this point. She's crazy. She's, talk, she's trying to make it seem like she's fighting for the black women to get money and fighting. this, that, and the third. You're fighting against your own people, first of all. You fought with Oprah, Tyler, Daniel, Lee. Now you're coming after my boy, Will Packer. Will Packer is a very well-known producer in Hollywood who has done a plethora of movies that yeah. everyone knows. And the last one he did was this Christmas that he actually put her in after everyone said not to. Her husband just... and. Monique just released a bunch of emails that they had with um, Will, and it got very interesting. They were talking some some shit, you know what I mean? And I don't understand why they would do that. Like, where, girl, go sit down, girl, go sit down and have a seat. She's doing way, way, way too much if you ask me, and I just feel like she just needs to go on tour, get your clout back up, and then make moves. But you sit here kicking your leg and your feet like a baby ain't helping shit. All right, so wait a minute before we get into this song. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar with the new rule: if you go to his concert, you cannot use your cell phone. Fuck that bullshit! How the hell you gonna tell me what I can do with my phone that I pay the bill on? First of all, it's a phone. It's to take pictures and create memories. He wants you to enjoy 
your money. He's putting on a show for you. I'm going to enjoy my memory by taking this picture in this video that I can remember I tomorrow. Bet you, I bet you if Beyonce told y'all to put y'all phones Beyonce away, Beyonce not dumb enough to do that. First of all, you want people to, one, blast the fact out that they were at your show so that people will want to go to your show down the road. You know what I mean? Like, why would someone do that? That's so dumb So to if me. you see a video online... Of your favorite artist. Yeah. Is that going to make you go to the next concert? Possibly, yeah. If the shit crack and I'm like, you know what? That don't look like it's ill. I need to go. Just like if you see an outfit on a on, on a picture, you want to know where the outfit from so you can buy it. People are influenced by social media. Let's I'm just not, keep it I up. I just seen Bruno Mars' video. Which one? Of, of him. Dripping in finesse? No, his concert. Okay. I'm not going to run That's because go you don't Bruno like Mars. it. Somebody else might like it. That's like, your that pro- personal sense. preference. That's your that personal make preference. Sense. It makes total sense. It's wrong. And, and like I said, when he saw when Kendrick Lamar started paying my bill, then he could tell me what the fuck to do with my phone and everything else. All right. Till Yo, then, goodbye. But this is Rich the Kid featuring Kendrick Lamar, new Freezer, on the Drop Night Show. What up, Ice Radio? What up? What's up? What's up? It's the Drop Night Show, and yeah. we're back. We just—you were just listening to Rich the Kid featuring Kendrick Lamar, New Freeze. They had a challenge for that. Yo, song. stop with the challenges. Yo, that's stop. That it was cute. I liked no. it. Everybody was swinging no. their head. And then you do a little pause and you swing it to the other side. Looking stupid. <laughs> looking stupid. Just looking stupid. I thought it was cute, but look. All right, the man of the hour is here. We actually have a Yusef, owner of Bistro. 870 in the building. Yeah. And he brought some food and some alcohol, y'all. It's about to go down. Now. All right. So, every, please explain to us about your bistro and then, you know, let our listeners know exactly how you came into the whole fruition of it all. Okay. So. And I'm going to just, you know, taste on some food here. Gotcha. You got the wings Enjoy. popping. She's so greedy. Yes, 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 These yes. wings look like they're good as hell, y'all. Dig in, dig in. So the um, the bistro pretty much is now, um, I kind of call it American fusion because we didn't want to stick to like the soul food spectrum. Right. Everybody expects because you're black, you know, mm-hmm. you got to do mac and cheese and fried chicken all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, what we are doing is our menu changes um, like every two weeks to oh, give wow. you something different every time you come. Do so you ever you, run out of things to do? No, because I like to try new things. So. Okay. Uh, like in front of you, you got the seafood egg rolls. That's not something that you're going to see everywhere. No. And even if you do see it somewhere, it's not going to be like mine. So, um, I, like I said, I like to change it up every, you know, like every two weeks. It's a little difficult now because um, I have to also put the menu on Uber Eats. So, I have to update mm, that all the awesome. time. So, yeah. Uh, but everybody's liking the fact that they can come one week and get seafood and one week, you know, get soul food or pasta. And then, you know, it's not the same thing every time you come. So, right. that's what I wanted to do. Just have something amazing and different. Okay. So, where what do we have right now for us? You brought... The seafood egg rolls. Yes. What else do we, we got? Have seafood egg rolls. We have our chicken and waffle sandwich with um, the homemade honey mustard maple sauce. Wow. Uh, we also have um, our General So's wings. <laughs> I okay. said I wasn't going to say it wrong. And we did um, banana pudding with the caramel rum sauce. 
And we bought you some Blue Caribbean, which is our rum punch. Yes. Okay. Y'all about to have me in here tired and lit. Yo, okay. and it's strong, too. It is. It's, it's, it's super strong. It's, uh, all of these things can be found on our uh, $6 happy hour menu item. $6? Menu. $6, yep. Okay. Wow. $6. Everything in front of you can get for 6 bucks, except for the uh, seafood egg rolls. Those are a little bit more. Of course. But, I mean, you got lobster, crab, shrimp, and... Um, Salmon in there. Now, let me tell y'all how these egg rolls taste. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a sauce for it. I don't see it in here. It's right here. Mm. Nope, that's the honey mustard. It's another sauce, but. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's really, really good. Is it? So, why Abisha? How did you come into the whole food? So, I started out catering probably around the age of 14, um, just doing stuff for neighbors, uh, you know, little birthday parties, and then I just enjoyed what I was doing. I enjoyed the feedback, and everybody loved what I was doing, so it just led me to want to do it even more, and then from there, I started working at uh, 3801, and I learned a whole lot from there. Okay. And, um, I think I quit the day when Miss Tootsie's open, like the day of the grand <laughs> Are you serious? No, you know, for not any spectacular reason, but I knew that I wasn't going to be able to go where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. felt like I learned what I was going to learn. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's time to move on. So, it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These egg rolls, y'all, I'm telling y'all right She's now. the seafood egg rolls. The seafood likes. egg rolls are everything. <laughs> so, after leaving Miss Tootsie's, um... It was just, you know, I'd done some corporate America, worked at the University of Penn, and then I was like, you know, I went from being a food service cook, then offered a job to be a director, and that lasted for about two and a half years, and then I moved to being a supervisor, and then I decided, like, you know what, let's try to jump out and step out on faith, and um, somebody gave me space in Devon. Uh, it wasn't as lucrative because it's nobody in, in Devon, Devon, really. Right. Okay. Except for the people that secretly eat soul food that don't want you to know that they're <laughs> really? calories. Yeah. Oh, They'll wow. buy it and, like, scarf it down before they go back to their desk. <laughs> like, stand at the counter and eat their food so nobody knows that they just ate. Oh, wow. Like, oh, and cheese, yeah. They, I, I won't say who they are, but they, they, they secretly like soul food. But, you know, it, it did what it did, and it was um, a very, very good learning experience. It was like cafeteria style. And then, you know, after that shut down, it was because uh, they sold the building. Mm-hmm, so it was mm-hmm. a six-month trial, and it was perfect. I had no overhead. I didn't have to worry about uh, rent or utilities. So wow. it helped me to pretty much save up for this. Awesome. And um, I was driving by one day, and I was like, oh, I wonder if it's available. And then it all happened like quick really so, like it was meant to happen it was type meant to of happen. Thing. so i okay. knew like it was all behind the fact that it was all faith-based like god really worked out every single thing okay and then Talk when i talked it. to the lady about the money i was like listen i got two thousand dollars and that's not what she wanted she wanted more than that and i was like but if you you know decide to give it to me i'll bring you the rest of the money on friday she was like well somebody is coming tomorrow and he has all of the money I said, listen, what I'm going to do is I'm leaving here today. I'm going to get on the phone with my pastor, mm-hmm. and we're going to pray about this. And I'm, <laughs> I, t- I guarantee you, you're going to give God. me this space. Mm-hmm. Man, he behold, does she amazing me, things, man. And she was like, I decided. She was like, I don't know who you called or who you talked to, but I've decided to give you the space. Wow. So needless to say, you know, I was balling in Walmart. Everybody looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> but it's amazing to literally see your dreams come true. 
when you right. don't know like how it's going to all happen. Right. So right. I had my two thousand dollars. I was like, so where am I going to get the rest from? Right. <laughs> so Stepping like, out of you, faith. Yeah. Like, all right, God, if you're going to line this up, let's do it all, all the, the way. way. So I got a call from a big company down here to do a breakfast for nine hundred people, wow. which literally set me up to do everything I needed to do, um, and it was great. You so, know what? So where are you? Where are you? Okay, where was this space at that you just mirac- that got through in your lap? Basically, it is at sixty one hundred Haverford Avenue, right in the heart of West Philly. Um, safe neighborhood, right across the street from the police station and the firehouse. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about nothing jumping off. We always, you know, we have a good relationship with the police and the firehouse. So you know, they stop by every now and then, check on us, see how we're doing. So they get that. They get that discount. No, no. <laughs> you know they love that discount. Hold up now, they every gotta pay like then, everybody else. Yeah, listen, this ain't Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know what they do there, but <laughs> every now and then, you know, we'll take them some food over. You know, oh, that's nice. Just you okay. know, when we got a slow night, we'll say, let's make up a platter for them to share, and we do. So, but they don't get anything. So, is this a waffle and chicken sandwich? I'm looking at it's up? a sandwich. Yes. Oh my gosh, and you it's guys! Stacked up Check that out. High with uh, fries and a little side salad. Mm, and, mm, and this will be the and them, them waffles sauce. is nice and moist so um tell, did you go to school for this at Colliery? Uh, I went to Dobbins um and the funny part is when I was accepted to Dobbins I was accepted for uh baking and it's not exactly what I wanted to do but it was in the field so I was great got there on the first day of school and they had me for automotive yeah. Wow. I'm like, I don't have Where a car. That, I don't know right. nothing How about a car. So I, I tell everybody now, like, you know, make sure you follow up with your kids and support your kids and what they what they want to do. Right. Um, because nobody went to say, hey, my son don't belong in this class. Right. X, Y, Z. So um, I pretty much cut school all the time. All the time. You cut school. I don't think I went to school a month straight ever. <laughs> wow. Check in high out. school. So, wow. and I said all school. that to say, they would call home, but, you know, I used my brain. I would turn the you know, ringer off so my grandma wouldn't hear it <laughs> and all of those things. But then they finally well, caught devious up. devious child. Yeah, I was. They finally caught up to me. And um, at, the, at that point, like, I think I'd done 10th grade. And I was like, all right, this is enough. Then I got a job at University of Penn. And I was administrative assistant there for a while, like eight years. And dropped out of school. So I went back and got my GED at 27. Okay. 27. 27. So, yeah, I mean, I tell everybody, thank you, thank you. It's not something that you um, want to do, but you can do it if you happen to drop right. out. You right. still can go back. So it was the love of food that brought you to where you are now. Yes. Did love you? Of food. Go ahead. So was it ever a point where you was like, nah, I don't think I want to do it? Or mm-hmm. Yep. It happened, um, I had to cater a party for a lady I did not know. Somebody recommended me, and at the time, I think I was mm, 16, and I did not, I didn't drive. And my aunt, who was like 70-something, was taking me to the event, and we got lost. There was no GPS back then. Uh, You had to do map quests, and we were circling around the Albury Arboretum for three hours, needless to say. When we got into the Arboretum, which we were driving around for three hours. Um, I, I was upset. The lady was upset. They had no food. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the party was over. So she was pissed at me. I was upset with myself. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. So mm-hmm. I quit for like a week. And then 
you know, I've literally heard the Lord say, like, if you don't use your gift, you will lose it. So I definitely didn't want to do that because this is my passion. So mm-hmm. this is what I've always wanted to do. Um, this is not the last stage. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much more to come. Uh, this is just a stepping stone. Like, um, this is my baby now. I spend a lot of time at the bistro. Um, I try not to neglect my three-year-old. Um, <laughs> if I have to, I bring her down there with me. She runs back and forth. Aww. You know, it is what it is. She loves to come to brunch, so why not? <laughs> so do you, okay, so a big part of it. All right, so as an entrepreneur, right, mm-hmm. how difficult is it, would you say, <clears throat> maintaining a business and growing a business? I would love to say it's really hard, but it's not. Okay. Um, it has it. It does has its slow days. Um, like today, if I call, I'm sure that we probably had like a couple of Ubers and maybe like one or two reservations. But um, it's a lot to do with marketing and mm-hmm. who you know mm-hmm. and uh, consistency in your product. Okay. So I don't want you to ever come to the bistro and have chicken and waffles one day and it's amazing, and then you come next week and, and it's, it's like, not there. Right. Who made this this week? So right. everything is consistent. Although I do have a prep cook. And um, besides myself, uh, me and Raheem, we are pretty much the brains behind the menus and what we choose to put on. And we know all of the secret recipes. Like my prep cook, she does, you know, like the basic things, but crab cakes, I come in, I put everything in the bowl. You can mix it and form them, but I'll never tell you what goes in. in Mm -hmm. And you know, the same thing for our sauces and stuff. And although I appreciate them and I don't think that she's ever gonna run off with the recipes, but there should be a, a, a confidentiality agreement you make them sign. <laughs> <laughs> In case, uh, you know, because yes. people will take your shit and go. Oh, oh, yeah. oh um, yeah, they will. So there is a lot of other competition. I, I don't even know if you say competition, but other restaurants, right? It's competition. Um, for instance, the, the lady in North Philly who gives away a lot of stuff to the kids and she has a country whole cooking. country yeah. cooking. Yeah, so. do you, how do you feel about... You know, I her think what she's doing is great. Okay. Um, Have I you do. ever had her food? I okay, so because you're I, not like a little controversy. I've never <laughs> ever been one to bash anybody's business, and I think what she does is great. Correct. Um, she does. She does but give back to the community. I feel like there is a level of professionalism that's missing, mm-hmm. and I've only mm. been there one time, um, and I went because <laughs> I was. <clears throat> I think I was at the bank and I came from Restaurant Depot or something. And I went because I wanted to try it. And I'm like, oh, that's the camel lady. Like, yes. that's the, the camel <laughs> lady. So, and I didn't know at the time, like, that was her uh-huh. until, like, maybe that later on that day. So I went in and I um, was standing there ready to order. And she came out and she was like, y'all, bees don't serve no more effing macaroni and cheese. And this is in the front, in front of everybody. Now, um, you know, I mean, oh, so she was using profanity in front of customers and such. Yeah, but I mean, she she always says Saul don't cuss, but you know, I mean, I Saul guess, was cussing. Saul was yeah, cussing. And I, she said, but I think that's part of her joke. <laughs> I think that's part of her, you know, her jokingness. But I personally, it, it was a turn off, and yes. not saying that I yeah. wouldn't go back mm-hmm. because if you don't, I actually wanted to speak to her and say like. You know, I know it's part of your little riff or whatever, but that that for the wrong person could be a huge turnoff. Right. And for me, I was like, all right, I don't even want to eat here right now because that's okay. just mad disrespectful. Right. Now I do get on my staff every now and then, um, and my 
my bistro is not as big as what she does now. I'm right. sure she makes a lot more money than I make because mm-hmm. she has a whole bunch of people coming through. Mm-hmm. But when I get to that level, I still want to have the same respect for my staff Correct. and my customers. Right. You'll never see me come out the kitchen like blasting anybody. If I have something to say to you, I'll pull you to the side. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. I didn't like this, that, or the third. And I always try to maintain... Um, respectful and have that sense of integrity because you don't want to if you got good staff and I, I I can say I thank God because people that work on my team they have my back 100% mm-hmm. like the bistro is open and I don't have to be there Okay, Raheem is not even there you can so trust them I trust them I don't right. have to worry about nobody stealing or trying to uh, you know sabotage us in any type of way so I believe that if you have good people behind you that will support you and believe in what you do, they'll treat what you have as if it's their own. Correct. And that's and that's proper business. You know what I mean? You right. want them to feel like they have ownership in it. Yes. A lot of, you know, these Fortune 500 companies, they, you know, allow their employees to get stock in the um, mm-hmm. business so that they, you know, like you said, take integrity in their works. Yeah, um, do you go... God. Do you think... Your business will suffer because you see how she runs her business and she's bringing her hood personality. What's your opinion? Okay, good question. Those are not my words. Um, Hood personality. She knows she hood. Yeah, Yeah. she, she says it a lot of times. I don't think so because... And not to be super deep, but what God has for me is definitely for me. Okay. So if this is how she does it to bring in her clientele then great. I mean, I'm going to do it my way. I, When you walk into the bistro, you feel a sense of home, but you, like there's pictures of my grandparents on the wall. Uh, we have a nice little lounge area, the lighting, the, you know, the music, everything. So it's, it has my spin on every little thing, every down to every little touch, like right. it has my spin on it. So, you know, what works for her definitely won't work for me because I'm not going to ever come out like just... <laughs> Don't serve the FMA. Like that, that's not me. That you never going. You'll never see that. You may see me quiet, and most times if I'm quiet, that usually means my brain is working or I'm super pissed off at somebody. Oh, um, and when it comes to that, I'll say, "All right, I'll be back. I'm going home. I don't live far, so you know I'll go home, breathe a little bit, or I'll call my kid, talk to her for a couple minutes, and that always makes my day. So you know, and if I can't get in touch with Serena, you know, Raheem always got my back, and it it always just helps everything to come together. But I don't believe that I have to compromise what I believe to bring in, you know, clientele. So it's gonna happen. This is the perfect segue into this next song because right now we do have a black entrepreneur in the building and today is the release of Black Panther. Hey! And again, Kendrick Lamar is out here winning. He is the executive... tell people what to do with their phones (laughs) at his concert. He is the executive producer of the Black Panther soundtrack. And this is the leading single called All the Stars featuring SZA. Hey, it's the Drop Night Show on Water Ice Radio. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Drop Night Show. And we back. We got our guest, entrepreneur of the Bistro 870, Youssef, is in the building. And, man, when I tell you his food is amazing. Yeah. He has this, what was this role? Seafood egg roll. 
seafood egg roll is everything I told y'all. All right, so we were just in here. Our interns, our cameraman, our our program director, all in here trying the food, and we're all like, yes. And on top of that, he got the licks, y'all. So this is um, a blue Caribbean. Caribbean, which is like a rum punch. I'm about to be in here on some, uh, 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 uh. All right, no, I'm going to be good. My dad, listen. So, oh, let the people know, again, where you're at, the at the times and the hours for the location of. Okay. And your specials that you have going on, like your happy hour. Gotcha. Oh. Okay, so we are located 6100 Haverford Avenue. Um, like I said, in the heart of West Philly. It's really easy to get to uh, from any avenue that you are. Um, we're open Wednesday through Sunday. On Wednesdays, Wednesday through Friday, we are open from uh, 6 to 10, and we do like a $6 happy hour, which is not all about alcohol, but it's more about food. Um, we do a pretty much a, a different special every week, so you may come and get chicken waffles this week, chicken and waffles sandwich this week, but next week, it could just be the seafood egg rolls with something, you know, like a little spin on it. But um, $6. Six bucks. Wow. Yep, six bucks. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, and that's our happy hour, but we also do dinner. We have an amazing Saturday brunch, and then we do Saturday dinner. So Saturday, you can come spend the whole day with us, have brunch, have dinner, come back later on, you know, spend a day with us. Why not? Um, you definitely get a great meal, good atmosphere. We're working on doing karaoke now. So we want to just give that great atmosphere where you can come. It and looks breeze. real and intimate in there. It is. Yeah. And your hours, you're, you're Monday through Friday, Monday through Sunday. No, no, so we're Wednesday through Sunday. Wednesday through yeah, Sunday. I, and I got to rest on Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, um, what time do you open? We open at 6, from 6 to 10. 6 to 10. Yes. Okay, well, happy hour starts at? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. So there you go. 6 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Oh, the whole time. You can get $6 food for till 10? Yes. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Wow. Oh, snap. You're going to have me dropping from Jersey to come see your ass. Come on. Come on. We have people. We actually had a group of ladies on Saturday that Ubered from Jersey. Really? Wow. That is amazing. And they came for brunch um, in an Uber. They okay. left to go have drinks, came back later on that night for dinner <laughs> and in an Uber. Wow. Um, so they did it responsibly, and I appreciate them for spending the entire day with us. Shout out to everybody that came yesterday for um, Valentine's Day to spend. Oh, Valentine's I know. That was big. It was amazing. Um, We've done a three-course meal, well, four-course meal for 75 bucks per couple. Um, and you could, you know, add a lobster to it. You got to choose from uh, New York strip steak, lobster tail, crab cake we had a little bit of something for everybody and then you got free champagne all the ladies got roses wow um, did it up yeah we did it up we definitely did so it so I, I you i recall you saying that you have pictures of like your grandparents on the walls and stuff did they did your grandparents take any part of the dishes that you created i know we were talking behind the scenes about that so well i don't want to say i'm glad you brought it up because i didn't want to let this go by without even paying tribute to my grandmother. Um, so I wouldn't say that she had a big contribution in any of the dishes, except for like more of the soul food things, but the newer things, um, that's all me. But the soul food aspect of it, I learned everything from my grandma. So when I was younger, my mom, you know, she had her little issues with drugs. So she went to my grandma and asked her to raise me and my sister. And my grandma dropped what she was doing 
and done just that. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. and, as as know, a strong black women do, strong exactly. women, period. Yeah, they, you guys definitely hold it down for us, and y'all always make sure that we are good. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where the 870 comes from. Okay, um, good. I was raised on the 800 block of Holly Street in West Philly. Um, my grandmother's address was 870. So um, we thought it would be great to pay tribute to her that way. And uh, she is definitely, definitely, you know, a big part of everything that goes on so every day when i walk in it's just you know i feel her presence you know like that smile and that you know the the fact that i know that she's proud of me so right it's amazing this is all you know because of her and it's it's black grandmoms like my grandmother edith black that make strong men like me Mm -hmm. right so Mm -hmm. you know had my mom not decided to say to my grandma like can you do this for me and she declined um who knows where i would have been Right. So that's um, so right. Yeah. Because of what she decided to do, uh, and not saying that my dad didn't play a huge part, because my dad has always been a provider mm-hmm. and somewhat of a supporter. Um, he was always there. Yeah. But he didn't know how. He doesn't. He didn't know how to raise kids. Right. So right, my grandma right. had already done it. Mm-hmm. So then my dad went off and had four more, and she <laughs> raised them too. So wow, God bless Grandma Edith. Of, all right, um, thank all you. He was just slaying. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what a condom slaying is. Slaying and so, dropping. Like, you know, that's what you need to like, condom. But, so um, since you started Bistro, do you have friends and family that want to come and get free stuff? Free stuff. I know I would, um, I would I be have, that relative. <laughs> it has not come to that just yet. Only because I can honestly say everybody knows that business is important to me. So I don't play discounts. If you are my sister and you say, hey, I want you to cater my wedding, you are no longer my sister until the day after your wedding. You are now a client. And that's just how it is. I'm not saying that I won't do special things for you. What book was you reading? Look here. It has to be that way or people will walk all over you that is and true. they will use you. That is true. So um, I've done events for family members and never had anybody say, well, you know, well, I ain't going to say never. <laughs> never say never. I won't say never. There has been a couple, but so far, you know, nobody's really asked for a discount. And I will say I'm grateful for my friends that have become family mm-hmm. because those are my biggest supporters. That's great. I do have some friends, you know, some family members that have come to support or even come to just see. Nope. But um, I, I'm grateful for my friends because they have been my biggest supporters like since, you know, I started the Bistro. Um, and, and what year is it going on now? This is now year four. Okay. And four years strong. The funny part is the Bistro started out as an idea that me and Raheem had because everybody would always ask us to cook for them and they want to come over to the house, hang out. Um so we had a deck. We were like, well, let's put some tables out there and charge people to come eat. Mm-hmm. So it started out like a speakeasy. I ain't even going to hold it. Okay. You. It started out like that. Um, and the first week of our grand opening, it went from maybe nine or ten reservations to the opening night. It was over 100 reservations in the first weekend. Wow. So quick thinking, let's run to Ikea, take all of the furniture out of the house downstairs put it upstairs and we turn the whole downstairs of the house into a restaurant so, oh my gosh um, there was that's, lounge that's where seating. you get that home, home feeling oh yeah. yeah lounge seating a awesome. bar uh you know two top <clears throat> tables where you could just come and enjoy and people did just that for two years people would sit outside my house and wait in their cars when the seat when the tables weren't available just wow. because and so the demand has always been high 
Okay. So that's why I say, you know, what is for me is definitely going to be there. That's right. So. That is Amen. right. Well, I would Amen. have a question um, being, you know, we're talking about entrepreneurship. How do you pick your employees? And is it hard having to um, juggle so many personalities and so on and that nature? Because, I, I mean, you know, if you have a barbershop or you have a beauty salon, you got to deal with a vast amount of different personalities. Right. And a restaurant isn't any same, you know, right. any different, excuse me. So how how do you pick your employees and how do you deal with their, you personalities. know? Well, um, my employees know that I'm a very friendly guy until you make me not a friendly guy. Mm -hmm. um, so dealing with personalities, it's not too bad because most of the people that work for and with me are, um, they either come from my church or they've come from my catering aspect. Okay. So it's not many people. And then, like, if I work with you somewhere, like if I at one of the nursing homes and I see that you had potential there and you respected the, the, you know, the clientele there and your customer service was on point, then, you know, I'll reach out and bring you on board. Okay. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now the, you know, dealing with the personalities, it gets a little tricky at times because you got some people that want to be the boss and, mm. you know, you got to let them know every now and then, you know, right, not right, smiling right. all the time, stay in your place, Correct. you know, and it is what it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always, you know, I always wonder that, you know, being um, in uh, having a business myself, I have a, a buying is software, so it's completely different. So I always just wonder, like, how do you do you pick them based off of, hey, is this someone I think I can get along with? Do it, you know, is it the looks? You know, if if it's a bartender, do you care if she looks good and shows a little boob to get, you know, or should she just know how to make a drink? Well, well, a bartender should look like something. They should. Because at the end, well, at the okay, end of the day, sexist. after so many drinks, I mean, you're you going to look good anyway. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're serving your drinks right, they're going to look good. But um, I think it's a full circle because you have to pick people's personalities that work well with your personality um, and people like that work well together. Correct. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want anybody that's going to... First of all, I will say this. I have a lot of people that hit me up. My kid needs a job. My son needs a job. Uh, hire my mom. Uh, Y'all got any openings? Nigga, I've never... Oh, can I say that word? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've never seen you at the bistro. You don't support me. Uh -huh. So why would I give your cousin, job. friend, whoever a job? That's You've right. never been to the bistro. You've mm -hmm. never used me for catering. So, no. My answer is no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, it, it just that's just how I feel. My sister had reached out to me, and she's probably gonna be mad that I said this about partnering with someone um, that was doing something. I won't even go into the whole story, but I just was like, no, they don't support me. And it was family. Okay. It was family, blood family. Like, but why? This is the business and the little cockiness about it. Why would she want you? knowing who you are and what you're doing to partner with anyone. Because my sister feels like everybody should help everybody. My sister's a very peaceful, you know, she's, that's just how she thinks. Hmm. But she's not here, so she, like she's not here in Philly, so she doesn't see the aspect of it. Right. And her relationship with these people are not as my relationship. Okay. So I, I work hard, I grind, I take care of my kids, make sure everything that needs to be done is done so 
I try to reach out to as many family members as I can, you know, see how everybody's doing. And support. Is it not, it's not always good to have family in your business. It's not. It's not. I mean, it's I not. know that personally, Steve, like I can't work with a lot of my family members. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, we're going to get into this next song. It's um, your girl Cardi B. Is she pregnant? But on top of that, she might have a problem this week in L.A. because she started some type of gang war where she wore blue and said said she hate wearing flu, but the coat was nice. The the fur was nice. If you peep her IG page, you go back to that video in that picture. She removed. The Dad, comments. Yeah, the she com- took all the comments away. Right. But the point still had is conversation she with had she got a lot of threats saying that if she were to come to L.A., she got to check in. And, you know, basically there was going to be some crips because she's a known blood. She's a known right. gangbanger. Cardi B is yeah. a known gangbanger. She's gotta, a known gang videos. member all who talks about bees all the time. She talks about it. And then on top of that, she found a way to flip it and become a really good, well-known gang member. So, I mean, look, you got Snoop who's in a gang as well. You got a bunch of gangs. But anyway, she um, might hear, we may hear some situation of her this in L.A. because her, she says she would rather throw down, she says she would rather get killed than throw down her flag. That's how serious she is about her gang. Right. But, she you know, shout out to Cardi. She's, uh, we're going to put her on right now with this, with Barty. Cardi. Barty. Cardi featuring 21 Savage 21 21. Um, it's the Drop Night Show. <laughs> what Ice Water Radio. Ice Radio. Yeah, you know we back. It's the Drop Night Show on Water Ice Radio. Yeah, and that and was you know Cardi, we gotta pay Cardi, some Cardi. bills. Oh yes, definitely gotta pay the bills. So we want to give a shout out and thanks to Samsung <coughs> for providing Samsung our technology. Technology mm-hmm. for always providing us with the best equipment for us to do our job the podcast and they offer a lot of other things i definitely suggest everybody go check out their ig samsung technology provides a lot of stuff for um people who do music podcasts anything you look producers anything you're looking for definitely get into that also our mother company water ice we definitely got to Shout out to Water Ice. Make sure you go to waterice.com and sign up for the email blast. So stay tuned with everything Philly. Waterice.com is your scoop to everything Philly. So make sure you definitely sign up for that email blast. Yeah. So we still have Yusuf, the owner of Bistro 870. So tell me about, you just did an event for ABC. Yeah, uh, we did a Black History, what was it? It was a Black History Award ceremony, um, mm-hmm. and last year I was uh, fortunate enough to be there to um, work the event with um, one of my friends, well, two of my friends, Kelly and Jeray Beard. They do, like, uh, barbecue sauces that are in Walmart and ShopRite. Okay. Um, and it's called the Lulu Bang Sauce, and it's amazing. Um, yeah, they were on Shark Tank, most definitely. And I done it with them last year, and in doing so, I met a young lady named Miss Marguerite, who was a huge supporter. She comes to the bistro at least twice a week wow. to have dinner or brunch, and not only does she come, but she brings people with her. She always shares our posts, and you know she's she's brought a lot of people in. Um, but yeah, she she saw the potential, and she saw what I what I do, and she's become a, a great follower and a great supporter. So. She decided to, um, you know, give me a shot at the event this year. And I think we did an awesome job. I think we knocked it out the park. Everybody seemed to be happy with the food and the service. 
Um, so that was a blessing to be a part of that event That's this year. Awesome. Or to, to head up the event this year, not just be a part of it. Now, I remember you used to deliver desserts. Do you still do that? No, I have not had the time. <laughs> and from delivering the desserts, it went from me doing desserts to me doing lunch deliveries all around Center City. Um, but I have not had time to even pick that back up again yet. So hopefully. Do you think that will, I think you should start hire somebody to do that. I think that you're right. I yeah. am working. Well, see, the problem is now that the, the restaurant is open, I don't sleep anymore. I just take naps. So I, I don't sleep because I'm all, uh -huh. my wheels are always working and thinking of what I can do to make this better or to, you know, to create something different. But um, as soon as I hire a morning cook, we will get back on the lunches. And then we'll be open Monday through Sunday and doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Wow. So it, it will take a lot of... Um, persistence and hard work, but I don't want to just put anybody in a position because I don't want to have to be there all the time. Right. And everybody's like, well, you just opened, so you need to be there. No, I believe that family time is important. So I believe that my three-year-old shouldn't be neglected. My house shouldn't be neglected. My relationship shouldn't be neglected because That's of right. the business. There needs to be a balance. So, yeah, you have exactly. to have a balance, especially so. with trying to be, with wanting to have success. You right. know? Otherwise, you'll burn yourself out and something will go bad. You yeah, know what I mean? Most definitely. Um, have you ever considered doing any of these um, cooking shows? Would you do it if we were offered? If you were offered? I probably would, but I don't like to lose. So if I wasn't guaranteed <laughs> to win, you I really don't. Lip out. <laughs> I, I, I will be very, you very. You couldn't have a uh, Hell's Kitchen Hell's guy kitchen. cussing at and you I don't and like yelling at, yell you. at me or cuss at me. <laughs> I quit McDonald's because of that. I made a sandwich wrong and the lady yelled at me. It's like I don't need this. Like I quit. <laughs> I was there for two days. Like you can't expect me to know all the stuff that goes on the Big Mac in two days. I don't care if I do oh, eat it. Wow. What? Yeah, it's only the mac sauce. No, it's two into, all beef what? patties, special che sauce, lettuce, cheese. something, something. But who cares? I worked here for two days. <laughs> don't yell at me. And she was really nasty, but it is what it is. So I quit, and um, that was it. So okay. I, don't, I don't need that. Mm. So where, okay, we know that your, the Bistro is growing. Bistro 870 is growing. But where do you see it in the next five years? I'm like, glad you let's asked give that some question. projectory here. Where? So my my vision is to have a restaurant on the main floor and a ballroom over top, so that we will be able to service um, not only day to day clients with breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but we'll also be able to do your weddings, your whatever. Anything, any party or anything you can think to celebrate, I want to be able to do it in my own facility. So I don't want you to have to go and say, hey, well, come cater here, there, X, Y, Z. I want there to be a one-stop shop with photographers, um, you know, everything you need to do an event. Mm -hmm. And I want to have that in one building. So okay. just as this became, you know, a vision and it was something that was written down to become as so, um, I believe that that will happen very soon. So. Now, Yusuf, you've sat here and told us all the joys and merries of running a business. I want you to keep it real with me real quick. What has been the craziest thing that has happened to you 
either at the beach show or just in your, we, we heard the experience of you getting being late and losing a, a gig and you almost wanted to quit because of that. But what has been the craziest thing that you've experienced? Has anyone like ever threw a drink in your face or like threw food away or like anything crazy? Um, I'm sleepy. So you fell asleep on the grill or on the no, food? No, no, I'm, I'm like, I, I don't get, I personally, <laughs> I don't get enough rest, but there are, there is not always like even last week I done a repass and the lady, now I always, like I said, I do business. So I need my money before you get your food. Because at the end of the day, you can eat all your food and decide you don't want to pay. Me. Ain't no upfront half and another half no, after. No, there oh, okay. is, but okay. you know your, your initial payment is five hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Then there's fifty percent of what's left, which is due thirty days before, and then your remaining balance in your final A account for whatever the event is is due seven days before. Okay. So these particular people decided that she did not like the. Okay, so it was a repass. Mm-hmm. Right. So those happened quick. Funeral home calls me, introduced me to you on a Monday. I, you know, the funeral was either Friday or Saturday. Fine and dandy. We went over the menu, contract. Um, I didn't. I told her I was like, you know, I'll pick up the money from you. Just leave it at the nurse, uh, the uh, funeral home. Mm-hmm. Um, this lady decided that hoagies were not considered sandwiches. <laughs> I don't know where <laughs> she came from, um, but she can. She decided that. Um, she didn't get what she wanted and I definitely had to pay my staff because we had two staff members there and we done sandwiches soup salad everything was homemade and good because I ate it and I know it was and then you know everybody else sitting around they ate Mm -hmm. Um, and then we done you know a sheet cake and some cookies and brownies which we ordered from a bakery Um, she made every excuse in the world not to pay her full bill of 1035 so I said, okay. I, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going back and forth with you on email. I didn't feel well. So she was like, well, I don't feel like what you gave me was worth 1035 And I keep it real with you. I was pissed. Yeah. But I didn't feel good, and I don't feel like arguing with you. She was like, I'm proposing that we give you 635 Pump your brakes, man. Because <laughs> what you're not going to do. <laughs> like, okay. When she told me she wasn't happy, you know, she sent me an email the next day. I went to the funeral home to pick up my check. And I took my checkbook because I was going to give her like $100 back because I don't ever want an unhappy customer because you can be mad that moment about whatever you say it is, Mm -hmm. but you can still come back later. Boy, you better than me. So You wasn't getting $100 back. Yeah, I mean that sometimes you, you know you have to compromise you have to sometimes. Know. But no. you want to take a whole four hundred dollars when I still got to pay two staff members for being yeah. here serving your family. On top of that, you took all three trays of food that was left home with you. Oh, <laughs> child. So at what point did you decide that you were not happy with this food <laughs> that you took all three of my trays home? Because if you weren't happy, wow, then you you leave it leave right. <laughs> She took all the trays home, and then her brother had the nerve to ask for the juice. <laughs> Sir, y'all don't have sodas at the house repass? Like, come on. So, wow. all in all, um, you know, in business, you take some losses. So, yeah. I took a loss of 400 bucks, but, um, I mean. So, what did you learn from that particular situation? Nobody gets food before I get my money. <laughs> That's what I learned from that particular uh, situation. Money up yes. front. Yes. That's right. very important. So yeah, most definitely. Um, it's, you know, I do this little part of the show. Yeah. She does this segment called Stay Woke, which we should. Mm-hmm. Stay Woke. 
All right, so we're talking about entrepreneurs, right? And um, I, I, I oh, where was I? It was something I seen. I'm always on the internet. I'm like an internet troll sometimes. <laughs> but uh, I think it might have been Twitter. But I found the first black uh, billionaire. Okay. Mm. And he was a billionaire back in the 80s, y'all. He was getting money. He was a millionaire. And then, you know, uh, no. Everyone thought it was Robert Johnson, right? Yeah, no. This is Re uh, Reginald F. Lewis, okay? He was born December 7th, 1942. Um, died January 19th, 1993. He was an, Af he was an American businessman, was the richest African-American man in the 1980s, born in Baltimore, Maryland. He grew up in a middle-class neighborhood, um, got a scholarship for football, uh, went to Virginia State College, graduated with a degree in political science in 1965. He graduated from Harvard Law School mm. in 1968 with a, was a member of Kappa Alpha Psi. Kappa Alpha Psi. Yes. In 1992, Forbes listed Lewis among the 400 richest Americans with a net worth estimated to 400 million. Um, he also was the first African-American to build a billion dollar company off of Beatrice Foods. Um, so there you have it. Please do your research on this gentleman. Um, at the end of the day, black and brown been winning for a very long time and we just right. never get the credit for yeah. it. But yeah. you know, it's hidden little jewels everywhere about the accomplishments that, you know, black and brown people have been doing. And I just love the fact that we get to um, talk about it here on this show. We need yeah. to talk about it more. Right. So that's our little stay woke segment. My dad had another uh, something he wanted me to talk about, but I completely forgot. So sorry, dad, I'll get it next week. <laughs> <laughs> But look, we're going to get into another song real quick. Um, this is great. I'm having such a great time talking with you, Yousef. Um, again, we have Yousef, the owner of Bistro 870, on the show. Um, it's in West Philadelphia, so make sure y'all check it out. Has Will Smith come by yet? No. All right, we got to get Will. in his neighborhood. We got to get so Will Smith over Will there, or at least by. his mom or sister or something. Yeah, somebody. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> what song are we about to get into? We're about to get into Derez Deshaun, Hardaway. They took the hall away. I know that's right. <laughs> yeah. On the Drop Night Show on Water Ice Radio. All right. Yo, we back. That was the res that's showing hard away. On the Drop Night Show. Kai, what happened? What's you all right? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. That. It's the alcohol. It's like, no. Blame <laughs> it on the It's like, nah. <laughs> so, look, we're having a really good time. I get checks time. off of that song still. You get what? Ta checks off of yeah. that? Yeah. Hey, sh uh, share the wealth now. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so we're still in an interview with um, the awesome and motivated and uh, very professional owner of Bistro 870, um, Yusef. So tell us again how you came up with that name. I thought that was a really good story. So, so the 870, um, I was raised by my grandma, for most people that don't know. Um, and I was raised on the 800 block of Holly Street in West Philly. And her address was 870, so we decided to... The original name for my catering company was uh, Young and Blessed Catering. Mm -hmm. And then once my grandma passed, <coughs> excuse me, I wanted to do something to honor her, and then that's what we decided to do. That is awesome. That is super awesome. I like yeah. that a lot. So, um, okay, so we talked about the food. Mind you, he has a happy hour, everyone, that is from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. PM, okay. Six yes, yes. to that ten. is crazy because you know they only six dollars. Six dollars foods mm -hmm. 
and drinks too. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm not, I might have to be there tomorrow. I'm, I'm gonna definitely have to stop by. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> I have to bring my mama or somebody. It's Wednesday through Wednesday through Saturday. Someone asked if it was every day. It's Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday so through Saturday. Day. For sure. Um, what is the best food or the most popular? We should I should ask. I believe the chicken and waffles, right? No. Oh, okay. The most popular is the uh, seafood egg rolls. Okay, yeah. Them Jones is yeah. whamming. Yes. Yeah. Them Jones is whamming. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't ever take seafood egg rolls off the menu. Yeah, I, so. I highly suggest that. And too. it started out as a uh, pot pie. So. As what? I started out as a seafood pot pie. Okay. And then I had like some of the mix left after I made seafood pot pie. And I said, well, let's try to do it in the egg roll. How does the seafood pot pie turn out? Was that good? Yeah, it's amazing. It's like a nice biscuity, flaky crust. Um, no peas, no carrots, because I don't like Do you those. have any vegan-friendly foods? We do. Okay. We do, and I'm actually... And gluten, too? Uh, you don't want to get it all no into that. Free yet. Okay. No, but I do want to be able to offer some <laughs> stuff that everybody can right. you know, come and enjoy. But we do have. Um, Shut your fat ass <laughs> up. <laughs> you always talk about food. no gluten, breaking the chair and shit. We definitely want <laughs> to. No, uh, this chair is like that. <laughs> Don't play. Are you That's sure? Are you sure? <laughs> they all say that. Uh, we definitely want to get into, you know, like somewhat of a little bit of everything because, you know, West Philly, you're close to University City, you know, anybody could travel there to get what, right. what they want. So. Would you ever cons- consider a food truck? No, I'm too fat to fit in somebody's food truck. <laughs> no, they no. customize they, them yeah. and they oh, go ma'am, to you. I'm good. I don't like being hot and I <laughs> Stuck sweat. in a box. I'm good. <laughs> Everybody says, oh, you should get a food truck even before the restaurant. Every My cousin, Kai, is always like, get a food truck. I'm like, no, I'm too big to be hunched over somebody's grill <laughs> in a food truck. And I just, no. No. They you got to stay brick and mortar, no, huh? Thanks. I'm good. A whole building for me. Is less likely for me to pass out in there, so I'm fine. <laughs> no food truck for me. Now they maybe make a lot of money on the line. I'll get a food truck and put somebody in it. That's what I'm saying. Like oh. you don't necessarily have to be sweating in there yourself. Yeah. You can put some 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 workers in there. Mm, yeah, that would be a good idea down the line. Yeah, because you know, maybe. obviously, if you haven't noticed, America is definitely going in the. Uh, realm of stay home and have everything conveniently come to them. Yeah. So definitely. if you could pull up on somebody block or around the corner That's why America is block, the fattest country. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of fat people. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's all about convenience. <laughs> yes. You convenience know? is very key. Yeah, for sure. So that is something that you definitely want to take into consideration moving forward. Um, so look, I want to wrap this up with you. This is the best interview we had. Thank you so much for the food, everybody. Oh, was awesome. If y'all have not heard it from my mouth to uh, Sean's mouth and, and everyone eat. here, the food is A1, all right? It's Excellent. definitely bomb. And the prices, um, the price points, the happy hour alone, like if, if you ain't got six dollars what is you doing? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go to sleep. But yeah, so definitely try. That's a dumb bag. You know? <laughs> like if you could, listen. You do drugs? No. <laughs> First of all, dime is 10, so let's get it right. <laughs> it ain't even a nick, all right? right. Leave the alcohol alone. <laughs> Leave the no, alcohol. No more Blue Caribbean for you, sir. Yes. <laughs> put it down. Um, so yeah, so we, we definitely want to appreciate it. Just yeah, let everybody awesome. know, you know, real quick, just sum it up your social media, give Please, your address your social again. Media. Okay. 
Um, to try to get all of this right. So on Instagram, you can find us at Bistro870Eats. Our website is www.bistro870.com. We are located 6100 Haverford Avenue. Our phone number is 215-921-4346. Please stop calling my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I do not pay all this money for a bill to have people still call my phone. So, um... And we're located, again, like I said, 6100 Haverford Avenue. Um, please go check out our Instagram, our Facebook, our website. Uh, leave your comments. Your Twitter. Um, we're going to work on this Twitter before <laughs> I leave because I don't know how to work Twitter, but Shona's going to show me. So, yeah. Um, so that I can post on Twitter as well. Um, so, I, you know, just come out whenever you need catering. Come see us if you looking for a great evening. Do you do you travel outside this? It has to be in a certain distance. Nope. So you'll go to Jersey. You'll go to. I'll go to Jersey, okay. Delaware. We've done a few. We've done Jersey and Delaware. Okay. We haven't done New York yet. Um, so you know we've done Jersey and Delaware most definitely. I definitely do will be contacting PR? you. I don't have a PR, and actually one of my favorite clients from Delaware is on live, and she said I'm always calling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> she does. She always hooks me up with uh, events, so I awesome. That. Yeah, you need a PR. I think it's time for a PR. I think you're correct. Um, yeah. I just said that today, but um, what I was looking for a PR for, we won't even get into that. But I do need a PR. <laughs> I, I agree. We do. You we know, do. it's 2018. It's time We've to get bigger and better. Well. You've been to May. Wow. Okay, wow. that must it have been interesting. Very creepy and scary, but we've been to Maine. Yeah, Why? Maine is creepy because to me. The cabin that we stayed in was like so dark to get to the cabin in the trees. It was just freaky. Like if the car would have broke down, I would have just died in the car because I wasn't getting out. <laughs> it was like Michael Myers see, type. You couldn't shit. see your hand in front of your face. That, like that's creepy. Yeah, so no. I'm good. I don't ever have to go back to Maine. Send me my lobster to Philly. <laughs> so yeah thank you so much again it was just a pleasure yeah, it was a everybody pleasure, make man. sure you guys check him out but right now we're going to get into this little black history fact because it is black history month right so we're going to talk about and i love this i just feel like we just had that with the whole stay woke segment but now we're going to talk about sarah rector okay sarah rector i'm born march 3rd 1902 died July 22nd, 1967, Leo. was an African-American member of the Muscogee Creek Nation, um, best known for being the richest colored girl in the world or the millionaire girl, a member of the race, okay? Um, basically, Sarah um, and her siblings, she was uh, a sibling of five. Um, her parents um, were African-American Indians. They're, excuse me, they were of Indian descent, okay? Um, during the Civil War, became part of the Na uh, Creek Nation. Um, and there was a treaty from 1966. Um, what happened was she inherited some land um, when her family passed away. And that land wind up being an oil mine. Wow. So she wind up striking rich off of oil. They did everything that they could to try to take that land from I'm that sure. young lady. But I'm she sure. she never gave it up. Um, she actually leased out and she had the company she created was Standard Oil Company. Um, and she died being a rich woman. She received a lot of royalties from um, you know, excuse me, she died being a, a rich person. Um, and I suggest everybody just go Google her. Again, her name is Sarah Rector. She was 
the African, the millionaire girl. So at a very young age, she was a millionaire because of the land that she inherited. I believe she was around like 16, 17 years old. And um, yeah, so it's pretty interesting. I I think they should put black history classes back in high school. They had them? What's, oh, not in my school. They didn't have it. I don't remember. <laughs> well, I wasn't ever there, so I don't They had it there. in your school? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. well. Because I had a, a black history teacher. He made oh, sure we okay. So you history. had a. I remember a, having world history in America. Yeah, history, but, but never no black history. history. Yeah, never. Definitely not in no public ass school. But um, so well, guess what we're about to get into? A- we're about to turn up to our DJ, DJ KY. Is it KY? K Mixon. Like, you don't know your DJ? Like, he's like Diddy. <laughs> KY, DJ K Jelly, DJ K. No. Like what? Why did you say he's KY Jelly? I'm going to smack the shit out of you. <laughs> Why? Why, Sean? DJ K Jelly. Don't ever. He going to smack the shit out of you. <laughs> Yo, but this is DJ K Mixon on the Drop Night Show on Water Ice Radio. Yeah, yo. And we're back. It's the we'll Drop Night Show. I'm your girl, Kay Wonder, and that was the mix. <laughs> the Drop Night Show mix brought to you by our DJ, Kay Mixon, a.k.a. K-Y. DJ K-Y. K-Y. Sean Beasley is drunk, thanks <laughs> to Yusuf at Bistro <laughs> 870. Got him lit. He ain't here calling me Whoopi Goldberg. Nigga done lost his mind. All right. My mom said, Yusuf, the camera is not on you. I just want you to know that's the text I just received. Yes. So listen up. We want to wrap this show up. We definitely appreciate everybody who tunes in every Thursday at 8 p.m. You know what I mean? Whether you're listening on the TuneIn app to us live or you're on our IG live or you're on our Facebook Live, whatever it is that you're doing to show support to the Drop Night Show on Water Ice Radio, we greatly appreciate it. We do this for y'all. We definitely want to keep bringing you some more of this good fire show. Okay. So make sure you stay tuned into the Drop Night Show at Water Ice Radio to see all the other podcasts that are out yeah. there that we that are on the family, Water Ice Radio. And just support. You know what I mean? It's all love. So make sure you follow us on the Drop Night Show. IG page, which is The Drop Night Show. Our Facebook page, which is The Drop Night Show. That's T-H-E, not D-A. <laughs> All right, not duh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And our uh, Twitter, which is just Drop Night Show. I don't know why we didn't have the, t- the T-H-E. Because Twitter wouldn't let us put the. For some reason. So, okay. Yeah. So, definitely stay tuned. And, um, you know, this a weekend we will have a very interesting footage coming for you guys we will be interviewing legendary rapper dice raw okay wow. he Amazing. came up with the roots crew he actually has a play out right now in philly called henry box brown i suggest everybody go to that website henry box brown the the play Dot com to check it out and next week we have victor harrington carrington who is an author he represents for the lgb community and he will be talking about his story which is very interesting everyone so very de- interesting oh my gosh wait till you guys hear some of these <laughs> stories okay so definitely tune into the drop night show shout out to our sponsors orderice.com and samson technology and i'm your girl k wonder and it's your man, Sean Beasley. And we are the Drop Night Show, and we're out. We'll see you next Thursday. Yeah. Peace.